0: Five Reasons Sports Network. Ethan Scoops like the man behind it. All right, and uh, the over players are still alive. With Luby uh, on the wedding, it, it's been over a month now.
1: Uh, I
2: don't, I don't. You know, I had two and a half months, so I'm, I'm holding off my ticket. I'm not losing it. And uh, there you go. Two and a half months. By the way, that still counts, Luby. Like, like that still counts with the attorneys. It, it, that doesn't have to be two and a
1: half years. you though. Know. It's still four hundred dollars an hour. You look at it. Yeah, All right. like, and that's for a phone calls, call, right? <laughs> for you, phone you, call you never, you
0: call never want to wind yeah. to your attorney. You know about how unfairly you're being treated because uh, it's costing that's four that's, sticks an hour. Yeah, yeah it's unbelievable. And, and the clock is always yeah. running. Uh, it's much like the running time is. in a, a basketball both game at the pause there, right? Running time! What? Running time! Hurry up! Get the ball! We're off to a slow start. We're already nervous. I am taking several medications to combat my anxiety. Woke up in a sweat this morning me, just an absolute sweat, and it's freezing in here because I do believe the Mustang has figured out a way to freeze me to death.
1: I love that she's freezing you out. In the new digs, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: Temperature uh, in this room that I'm operating out of here is uh, quite different than it is anywhere else in the house. <laughs> the dogs won't even come down here and they have fur.
1: That's great. You're like in a sweater in a park. <laughs>
0: Ted Williams' head isn't colder than mine is right now. And it's still hanging upside down like a bat in some laboratory in Arizona. <laughs> the time!
1: Wake up with Defo, joined by Luby. Welcome to The Defo Show.
2: Well,
0: once again, everybody, great to have you guys with us here on 940 Winds, 1230 The Zone, around the world, on the iHeart Radio app. I'm Jeff DeForest. And, of course, along with Mike Luby-Lubitz, we comprise the ALT Depot Show, brought to you by Altitude International, Altitude Simulation Chambers. It's not even fair. It's kind of lowballing the whole concept to say that they're revolutionizing the way that people are going to be participating in sports and also revolutionizing people's health as well. But just unbelievable stuff, altitude-international.com to find out more about the giant progress this company is making. A special hello before we get going here to our good friend Janice. Janice, a regular listener to the program, bid me a good morning today via Facebook. And I wanted to say good morning, Janice. And Janice is out there battling on the rough-and-tumble south florida roadways early in the morning and i understand that uh, she drives a little bit like paco lopez our favorite jockey rides and uh, paco could have easily been an extra in the ben-hur chariot races <laughs> he could have been the guy like chris mccarron that uh, showed everybody in the seabiscuit movie uh, how to act like uh, they were actually on a horse uh, but uh, nonetheless uh, janice uh, and she has to deal with and uh, this uh, struck me luby i know it hit you with uh, the same kind of Tommy Hearns type of left hand to the jaw. The fact that the traffic reporter, and uh, now I I did a little bit of traffic reporting in my radio career uh, to the degree of, uh, I I was on I-95, I don't know if you guys remember this top 40 contemporary hits radio station, I-95. It's now uh, what? It's now uh, Big 105, is that what it is? No. It's uh, 94.9, the two or something like that. (laughs) Uh,
1: it's
0: nine, 994.92, yes, 294.9, yes. Okay, so it's a, a Spanish station yes. now, which is, uh, once again, uh, my only regret uh, with the things that my mom uh, had done for me in my lifetime was that she directed me to take French in high school <laughs> instead of Spanish, <laughs> which uh, would have been far more useful, right? C'est la vie, as they say, right? Uh, completely wasted uh, language lesson. because uh, what, what have I done with my French, right? You, ever, uh, you, you would do something like this. You're so romantically corny, Luby, that you might whisper something in French in a lovely Shirley's ear. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know any
1: French, but I would, for sure. I, I've done it in Spanish, definitely.
0: But you don't know. I mean, and this is the yeah. whole thing about, like, uh, you know, when uh, Mushnick the other day, I mean, uh, he, he comes out and says, well, this guy should learn how to speak English. And, and you're thinking, hey, you know, that's a little presumptuous there. I mean, isn't that a little old school kind of, uh, you know. Yes. Yeah politically incorrect uh, yes. sort of thinking at this point because uh, you know if, if i was going to say something in french i don't know if i'm telling this woman i love you or uh, that uh, you know your mother should die in hell <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of dying in hell the traffic report and, and uh, I, I did a little uh, traffic reporting and we used to let's face it this was before everybody had access to very accurate traffic reports anyway and can punch them up and can you not hear these traffic reports in, in an audio fashion if you really wanted to there must be some kind of Equipment that does that, right? Where you don't even have to look at your phone to see that there's a crash on the palmetto. Yeah, for sure. Because you don't have to look at your phone anyway to see that there's a crash on the palmetto. <laughs> there is always a crash in a palmetto. But uh, when this young lady, and we used to fudge the report, right? Because it was essentially the same every day. Well, you know what? Uh, 7 05 here in the morning, I tell you what, madam. I was on the <laughs> show with uh, the rock and roll, madam. I tell you what, madam. I don't mean to be disparaging. People are going to say, why, what a sexist. He called everybody madams. But, and uh, we would just say, you know, our traffic's backing up around the Golden Glades interchange, a little, uh, you know, <laughs> slow there on uh, 826, 836 is a mess. You know, it's the same every it day. But uh, when this woman prefaced a traffic report by saying it's slower than usual on the Palmetto <laughs> Expressway.
1: I love both you and I stopped because we don't usually hear it because we're busy. We both stopped and we're like, what? Is that, is that possible? How tragic. <laughs> what could
0: that mean that people are abandoning on the their cars? And setting every other one on fire? Is the earth the palm- exploding? How could it be slower than usual? It's, it's like a mule train as it is.
1: Right? Is it going backwards? Like, I'm, whoever's on the Palmetto, please, someone call in. What is going on on the Palmetto right now if it's slower than usual? You're
0: expecting some old geezer in a cowboy hat that looks like, uh, you know, he hasn't slept in weeks, named Gabby to go, okay, saddle him up. We're going across the desert today. <laughs> You're like, what? With these things? <laughs> I think I'll just stay here. I'll settle right here in Wisconsin. What are you talking about? We're going to Oklahoma and going to find gold. Uh, but anyway, yeah, that, that struck me. Slower than usual. I, I feel the pain out there, uh, the people on the roads today, and that's why we're here for you. And uh, anytime yes. you need us, uh, just tune into the show. But slower than usual on the Palmetto is uh, not much of a qualifier, is it? Because it's at a standstill at, at uh, both uh, morning and afternoon drive. It, you know. And if you're in this business and you're thinking, geez, there's nobody listening to this stuff, you're thinking, yes, somebody is just absolutely stuck in traffic on the Palmetto and they have no option except to listen to the radio and hope that they get some kind of information that will help them find their way out. Almost impossible. Magellan couldn't navigate his way up <laughs> no. the Palmetto.
1: I'm sorry, that's a scary thought. I think it is a massive qualifier. I think she subtly snuck it in there, but to me, the Palmetto is assumed to be slow. So if it's slower than usual, again... If someone wants to call in, I don't know what that means. I'm scared. Like, is the earth opening up? Like, what is going on in the Palmetto that it's slower than usual? Yeah.
0: Has there been any kind of seismographic reading <laughs> like or <an> measurement <laughs> that's being reported on local news? Check with the people at IOD, please. really See what could possibly <laughs> cause the Palmetto to be slower than usual. <laughs> sinkholes, a crevice in the universe in the earth. Oh, uh, we didn't know it was going to break apart like that. Bridge collapse. I mean, well, what could it be? God forbid.
1: No, God forbid.
0: All right, uh, many things happening on the program. Grant Long on buckets. Interesting game last night, the Heat and the San Antonio Spurs. I, I did uh, take note. I, I mean, Popovich has uh, probably gone public at some point uh, expressing his uh, tremendous respect for one Eric Spolstra, the coach of your Miami Heat. But you could tell by that exchange. You know how sometimes the two coaches hate each other and they just blow each other off? yeah. Right? Like a, like a Belichick move where he comes yep. out there and he goes, uh, you know, spits on the ground and goes, hey, yeah, hey, nice
1: game. <laughs> yeah,
0: Never looks at the guy. Popovich, though, uh, stopped it and took extra time to talk to Eric Spolster yesterday and, and, and made me think after the game. And he just got crushed there. And I, I don't think he was, you know, saying uh, anything along the lines of, uh, oh, wow, man, I mean, uh, why did you go out of the 2-3? No, <laughs> but it no. seemed like they had such great mutual respect for each other. And, of course, uh, you know, sponsor you would think, would hold Popovich in great reverence. Would he not? Uh, where would you rank Greg Popovich among all time, Luby,
1: NBA coaches? You'd have to put him up there pretty highly. Would you not have five? I mean, I, it's probably Red, Phil, Riley and Pop. I mean, that's where it probably is NBA wise. Very nice. I'm
0: glad you went old school on that thing. Speaking of which, Tony Segreto is going to join us in the 8 o'clock hour, a little old school. You were talking Holtzman, right? Not <laughs> yeah, our definitely. No. Right, exactly.
1: <laughs> Red Holtzman. De- def- Red Holtzman
0: could coach, man. He could flat-out coach, as Dick Vitale would say. All right, uh, we're coming back with more. The Heat winners last night, uh, 107-87 in San Antonio. Good game for Tyler Hero, a bounce back. I think he heard the whispers yep. from the Scoop Skolnick appearance on the show, where yes. Scoop implied that there was... A series of scenarios, however seemingly uh, long shot they may be, whereby Kendrick Nunn would remain a member of the Miami Heat after this season, and Tyler Hero once considered to be untouchable, all Elliot Ness. I mean, that wasn't that long ago. That was like a month ago. Could possibly be sent packing, Tyler Hero. But he uh, must have heard the whispers because, man, he looked sharp last night in the fourth quarter. That was nice to see you got to root for the young kid, right, Luby? You don't want him to yes. go astray because of all the hot babies uh, in South Florida.
1: No, I mean, good for him. Oddball he- story, too. Yeah, go ahead. No, I was going to say, take advantage of it, but don't let it get in the way of your game.
0: Exactly. And uh, how about this oddball story? I mean, it's uh, kind of a sad story, but what a way to get caught, huh? This thing with uh, Sterling Brown, where, I mean, he, he was, uh, you know, they feared for his life. Sterling Brown of the Rockets. Okay. Uh, Kevin Porter Jr. has been put on uh, COVID protocol because he uh, broke the, or uh, COVID restriction, he broke the protocol by going to a strip club. And uh, at that strip club in Miami, when they were down there, Sterling Brown has been injured anyway, wasn't going to play, but uh, he's there with Kevin Porter Jr. They get in, like, the wrong van. I don't know. Uh, I mean, what were these, like, tour buses that they had lined up Yeah, up what? Okay. Okay. And uh, he gets in a beef with the three other people that were in there, and they beat the living daylights out of him. Oh, and then they slashed his face uh, with a knife, and uh, Porter had to jump in there. And, oh, my God. You know, but that's a sad way to get caught, is it not?
1: Yes, yes, Where, yes you know, yes. you're
0: out there sneaking around, uh, you know, in total violation of what they're telling you to do. And, uh, you know, it couldn't have been any worse. But, uh, you know, our, our thoughts are with uh, Sterling Brown. I mean, certainly doesn't deserve that, my friends, uh, no you way. know, just because he's uh, at a strip club, right? But uh, really, really uh, got seriously hurt. They thought uh, he might uh, lose his life, but apparently he's going to be okay. Uh, facial laceration, so it was not a pretty scene. But the a very oddball story. All right, uh, coming back with more in a moment, I'm Jeff DeForest. He is Mike Luby-Lubitz, 940 wins, 1230 The Zone, around the world on the iHeart Radio app. It's the ALT Defoe Show, brought to you by Altitude International. Going to bring you Grant Long in just a few minutes. Always one of our favorite conversations about hoops. And uh, we'll have that for you in a deal, Volkswagen, the Forest Files on the draft in a moment. Now, that. The time! The draft! What do I know about the draft, Louis? I, I probably could nail down the first three picks. I, I believe I can do that. It's seven seventeen. 17. Grant Long joins us here on the show. Uh, all right, in, in your days at Romulus, if a guy was chucking them from 40. Would he get beat up after school? <laughs> I mean, this is Michigan basketball now, Detroit basketball. Yeah, I don't think he'd have to wait to after school.
1: <laughs> Start your day with a cup of Defoe. It's now time for the Defo Show. Sparrow money need a big boy 20 like little
0: everybody need a decoy sparrow long is wide open in the corner cycle dribbling the basketball dribbling 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 and oh he loses it out of bounds uh, wow grant long why do you do looking back and saying uh, what happened there the ball must have gone into the bermuda triangle we uh welcome you back to the show here jeff deforest mike luby lubitz with you 940 wins Twelve thirty, the zone around the world on the iHeartRadio Radio app, it's the Alt Defo Show, brought to you by Altitude International, and we welcome to the program uh, the great one himself, Mr. Grant Long. Always a pleasure to have him on a show, talking baskets or anything else for that matter. Grant, how are you, my friend? Man, I thought that was the original call.
2: Wow, <laughs> <laughs> I, I was gassed up
1: for a minute. I'm tired to be, you know. Let's yell at Ronnie. <laughs>
0: It was sparrowing and cycling, and that's kind of where it ended. <laughs> 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 it was fairly routine, sure. right? I mean, uh, the announcers are, you know, uh, watching uh, video games or something while that's going on. Because uh, uh, that, that was the routine play. Grant, uh, how are you? How, I mean, is it snowing there in the Midwest? What the hell is going on out there?
2: Tell me about it. I think this global warming thing is really taking effect here, at least here in Michigan anyway, because uh, we did get some snow the last couple of days, but it's all gone now, but it's still frigid. So uh, no shorts and no Bermuda tops and stuff like that.
0: All right. I don't want to tell you that uh, we're complaining about the heat down here, but uh, (laughs) not the Miami heat. Not after they've rattled off three in a row. Uh, What do you make of this? Uh, And uh, there's – it's interesting. The business side of basketball, uh, you know, especially the way it is now, uh, sort of changes a, a lot of different perspectives. Including that, uh, uh, just about a month ago, uh, the idea of trading Tyler Hero or him not being a member of the Miami Heat uh, was preposterous. He was all Elliot Ness, Grant Long, uh, untouchable. Uh, even the thought of uh, having him involved in a deal for James Harden had people screaming here in town. No, don't give up the young kid. We don't need Harden. He's uh, you know a ball hog, and. Uh, now all of a sudden, people are wondering, "Hey, geez, would you be better off?" And we had this conversation with Ethan Skolnick, who I know you know, Grant Long uh, from his many years of covering Heat basketball as well. and yep. uh, He he was saying that the Heat may have to make a decision whether to keep Kendrick Nunn, who, who's looked great this year in spots, and, and really hasn't done anything, uh, you know, to diminish uh, your thought that wow, this guy can really play in the NBA, and uh, and Tyler Hero, which he, he was in a slump, but. Uh, Did he hear the whispers last night? Because it's interesting, because as that was coming up, uh, all of a sudden he went wild in the fourth quarter and and showed you what kind of player he could be. Uh, Where do you sit with Tyler Hero? Would he be somebody that uh, at any time you would consider to be expendable from the Miami Heat? Or is everybody in play at all times?
2: Uh, Well, I I think everybody's in play at all times, but I think guys become more in play when you have to make a decision financially. Everybody's a likable kid. Everybody's a likable player and fits into the organization until it's about money. And now you have to ask yourself, is it, is it time to dump a whole lot of money into a player that the money would suggest that they are a main player or an all-star type player, yet they're not that. So that, that's the position that a guy like uh, Tyler Hero will be in. He'll command a huge salary. But the question is whether you want to dump that kind of money into a player who is not going to be a number one, number two, or possibly not even a number three guy. On your team, yeah, he'll he'll get the money, but now you're now you saddlebag with that 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 kind of money when he's not that kind of player. So it, it comes down to a matter of business. Certainly, the Heat like him, his production for what they've done, what they want him to do, all of those things. He checks the boxes on all of those things, but now all of a sudden you, he's in a position to command that big money, and the, the Heat just maybe they don't want to saddle themselves with that 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 salary. That that's all that comes down to.
0: Tom, with Grant Long of the Detroit Pistons broadcast team, of course an original member of the Miami Heat. Are the Heat uh, an elite Eastern team? I mean, they were in the finals last year. Uh, They gave the Lakers a little bit of a shake, uh, even though they were compromised by injuries and had some legitimate reason uh, to be able to explain away uh, losing, but they still managed to stretch the thing to six games, which was remarkable. Most people didn't see them in that spot to begin with. Uh, do you? I mean, what's the perception around the NBA? I, you know, we we here in town naturally tend to think that uh, they'll be okay, and they've been, had their ups and downs. Uh, are they among the elite teams in the East, in your opinion, Grant Long, at this stage?
2: Well, there's probably three elite teams in the Eastern Conference. Three, or maybe I say three and a half, maybe. And you you have to start with the Brooklyn Nets, who are limping right now, and then you think about the Philadelphia Seventy Sixers, who were first place in the East pretty much all season long. And then you, you have to think the Milwaukee Bucks are a contender. But uh, after that, that's when everybody else has an open shot and opportunity. And let me tell you this. You talk about perspective from, um, from the league. The only perspective that really matters is what Pat Riley thinks. And Pat Riley thinks that they got to the finals last year. Even though it was a bubble situation. It wasn't a play-in for those guys. They got in. And they got to the finals. And you, that window of opportunity, guys, is very slim sometimes. And, you know, depending on what what players you have and their contract situations, that window can be very slim. So if you feel like you have an opportunity, you have to do everything you can to capitalize on your moment. And that's where the Heat are right now. They're coming off of a a World Series, uh, uh, or not World Series, but they're coming off a World Championship Series that they didn't win. Push everything to the center of the table, and let's try to get back. And that's what the Heat are doing right now. They feel like they do have a team that will give them an opportunity to contend one more time. And that window is very, very slim, and they are trying to push themselves back to that position one more time. So, yeah, they, they certainly can get back there considering what's going on in the in the Eastern Conference. I think Philadelphia now, like I said before, Brooklyn was the team to beat. They're still a very good team. But now you think about they're extending Harden's time off because his, his hamstring has come up again. So they were going to bring him back, but all of a sudden his – his rehab from his hamstring energy injury has set them back even more, Kevin Durant's out. So you, you just never know. And then you remember LaMarcus Aldridge.
0: With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
2: This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just gonna circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright and start
0: getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Don't you love an extra hundred dollars in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get a hundred dollars back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting one hundred dollars back and one hundred percent accurate taxes. Only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any
1: time.
2: Called this career quits here abruptly uh, a week ago, two weeks ago. So they're down a man in, the, in their front line. So all of a sudden now they may not be that team to be. So that's another position or opportunity, I think, for the Heat. If they can reign whole, can get in there.
1: Well, and I'm coming to you from the Office Only Studios, Devo's. Coming from the Causeway Verbal Kitchen here, 9.2 wins up there to the zone. That radio app talking with the one and only Grant Long, Detroit Pistons analyst, former Heat Great. Follow of them hit him up on Twitter at Grant Long 43. And that's where I've been. And I agree with you. I agree with Default. On paper, there is three teams. And on paper, it starts with the Nets, then the Sixers, and then the Bucks. But my issue is those first two teams have had injury issues all year long. And they've had injury issues from their. Main players, including we know Embiid and Simmons, will be in and out of that lineup all the time. The Nets, all three of their guys have been in and out of the lineup this entire season. So that's my issue for the Heat. At least you see them getting healthy at the right time when these other two teams are still dealing with injury issues.
2: You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. And that that's the only caveat to it. I think the Heat, if they can remain whole, I mean, remain whole, I mean staying healthy. If all their guys come into this thing healthy, we already know that they're probably going to be the best-conditioned team in the in the playoffs. They play as a, as a unit. You think about last night's game; it was the, the balance scoring was very very good, and and that's how they play. So you're not going to come in and just say, okay, we're going to shut Jimmy Butler down, and we're going to hold up this whole Miami Heat train. That doesn't work that way with this team. They play as a complete unit. You know, you you can get Duncan Robinson, and he, all of a sudden he's coming to his own. He can get going. You default mentioned Kendrick Nunn all of a sudden he's playing well at the right time. We have fourteen fifteen games to go in the season now, and these guys are playing at the right time and remember what I just said, the experience of getting there last year is also in the back of their minds. they're waiting to get to the playoffs to show you exactly what they're capable of so we're talking about a team who's hungry to get back to that 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 playoff situation get back to the finals, and I think they're going to play like they they I always say you have to understand how to get there in order to get there. The Heat got there last year. They have a great understanding of what it took to get there, and they're on a mission to get back. And like you said, it's a matter of staying healthy.
0: The great Grant Long with us here on 940 Wins, 1230 The Zone, around the world on the iHeartRadio app. And we go into convulsions when we look at the Phoenix Suns. Uh, some people have them rated the number one team in terms of uh, NBA power rankings right now. We're going to get a real – litmus test of where they're at especially in relation to the east as they have a road trip grant long that they've already beaten the bucks uh they take on the nets celtics philly and the knicks who, who are surprisingly <laughs> on a seven game winning streak uh, uh you know it, it hurts us because we always think uh, that pat Riley uh, whiffed on devin booker and took justice winslow and, and that's an issue that we have just uh, i mean buried into the ground here uh, on these sports talk shows because it's painful. But um, how seriously should the Phoenix Suns be taken? Are people sleeping on the Phoenix Suns?
2: Well, I, I don't think they're sleeping on them. let me also say this, though the great Stan Van Gundy passed on Devin Booker as well here in Detroit. And we took Stanley Roberts, Stanley Johnson. So
1: yeah, oh, yeah. everybody, a, couple of, people, <laughs> a
2: couple, couple of people made that mistake with Devin Booker. Uh, so, you know, what are you going to do? I guess you just can't get it right every time. But to me, that was one that anybody should have got right. That guy is a player. But I, I think Phoenix, is, is they, they've been up and down this year. I remember at the very beginning of the season, they were number two in the Western Conference. And all of a sudden, they slipped down to eighth. But they managed to get themselves back up and playing a good brand of basketball. I think Chris Paul makes all the difference in the world. Even though he's hes up in age, he's the, he's the stalwart there right now. He makes the biggest difference having Devin Booker there. The guy can just go off the ball and, and shoot as many times as he wants. Chris Paul is a guy that navigates their offense and makes things happen and keeps them under control. And then you add their new coach, Monty Williams, a very good guy, a very disciplined guy on both sides of the ball as a coach. And that's what they're playing like. They're playing like an extension of their coach and Chris Paul. So they are definitely a legitimate contender in the Western Conference. However, we talk about being whole. Once the Lakers get their players back and the Utah Jazz, they slip their touchdowns. Three, I think three out of their last four games or something like that. It's going to be a big difference. Everybody will kind of get back into their rightful positions once the Lakers get back and get rolling. Then we'll see just what the Western Conference and how it stacks up.
0: I have to ask you this, too, uh, in your uh, announcing uh, efforts there with the Detroit Pistons and obviously other things that you do, Grant Long, terrific at articulating and illustrating the game of basketball. What With the infusion of gambling information and vernacular, into uh you know just every sport uh, right now i mean i'm looking at a stat line the other night on nikola jokic and it, it says 47 15 and minus 400 to win the mvp <laughs> not minutes <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, are you amazed by by uh the infiltration of, of, of gambling terminology and aspects uh you know how deep it's already infused its way into the sporting world
2: i really am i i, I gotta say i'm i'm completely surprised that some of the some of the reads that we have on our broadcast talking about how to hedge your bet, how to do this, and you know, if you (laughs) want to do this and the percentage of you winning, all the information that we give out on our broadcast concerning betting. If you thought about this I'll just think think about Pete Rose. He's not in the Hall of Fame because he bet on baseball. And yet now we are we're giving information away encouraging people to bet on basketball games and and whatever the case may be we're encouraging players or people to bet on these sporting events now you could always do it in vegas but now it's all over the place and i would have never in my lifetime thought as a broadcaster as a former player that we would be in this relationship with gambling and sports like we are right now i'm totally surprised
0: by the way, uh, and we hear whispers that when Rob Manford uh, leaves the office of Commissioner of Baseball, Pete Rose actually is going to become the Commissioner of the Game, and uh, they're <laughs> finally going to patch up <laughs> what That's many people thing. feel has been a gross injustice. Uh, you know, all, all of these years. Uh, all right, how about uh, this starting lineup? How did you feel uh, when you took the wood uh, with this lineup? Sylvester Gray, Ronnie Cikley, Rory Sparrow, and Anthony Taylor. I don't, I don't remember much about Anthony Taylor. He started some games with you on that 88-89 Heat team, Grant Long in there. Uh, did you feel comfortable that uh, things might go your way uh, rolling out on the floor he, with those he guys? Was, he was the one guy. You mentioned Anthony Taylor. He was the one
2: guy. When you mentioned that, that lineup, I said, what's he doing here? Where did he come from? <laughs> Every, everybody else is okay. But I'm thinking, Anthony Taylor, well, where did he come from? How did he Yeah, how did he start? What? And uh, he lasted maybe four, five, maybe six games out of, Half a cup of coffee, and then they decided to let him go elsewhere. But that was that was my only question mark in that starting lineup. Who is he, and where did he come from?
0: <laughs> Sylvester Gray was like a fullback man. He could have uh, run the ball for the Dolphins, as I recall. Man, I'm, I'm, and, uh,
2: an unfortunate situation for him, guys. He was he was uh, he was a power forward at Memphis State. He was about six three, and he was playing a power forward yeah. spot. He came to the pros, and they said, "Hey, man, you're you're six three. You can't be a center or a power forward here." And with what they wanted to make him into a shooting guard, and the guy couldn't shoot outside of five feet.
0: And no, he was a was bricklayer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was his <laughs> mind. <laughs> Nothing like trying to uh, have you uh, come into the pros doing something that you absolutely are uh, awful at. Uh, Grant, always a pleasure. Right, thanks so much. Very illuminating, uh, as always, on, on all the things that we talked about and touched on here in the conversation. Appreciate your time here on the show, and uh, let's see what happens. We'll talk to you again real soon. Uh you know, and, uh, in the meantime, we'll try to figure out what this play-in tournament consists of. <laughs> that yeah, It looked right, like man. a complicated no, mess as well.
1: Nobody wants to do that. Wants
0: to yeah. Do yeah. that. All right, thanks, All right, man. Guys, Always a pleasure, my bets. friend.
1: Be safe, Grant, man. All right.
0: <laughs> That's how the broadcast starts now. It's not hello, friends. It's place your bets. Come on up and wager. Jim Nance has odds on his forehead. Yeah, uh, you know, <laughs> it's, it's incre- Matsuyama versus the field, minus two hundred. All right, uh, we're coming up with more. A deal Volkswagen the forest files. Uh, I am now. Uh, you're going to start to unveil my draft expertise here on the show. Nice. I'm pretty sure the first two picks, Luby. Oh, that's I think good. I have those nailed. Good for uh, you. Yeah. I'm going to go. <laughs> Call you Lawrence and Wilson. Nice. One, two. And that's where I'm going to stop. I'm going to get them both right. Back with more in a moment. Now that. The time. One, two. Just like that, man. Peyton Manning, Ryan Lee. It's uh, 739. When things will first go off the rails. That story in a moment. Hi, Jeff DeForest here. For the great people at Deal Volkswagen, it's spring cha-ching at Deal Volkswagen, where you'll save green on a certified pre-owned vehicle. It's like getting a new car without paying the new car price. They're basically selling them wholesale to the public, and they all come with a clean Carfax vehicle history report, great mileage, and better prices. Jetta models, Passat models, and Tiguan models, all with Volkswagen-backed warranties, all as fresh as springtime. Check out their inventory online and see the great quality selection that they have. Only showroom-quality vehicles and many with one owner. Real cream puffs and new inventory arriving daily. So check it often. Deal offers big savings, no hassle, and no fuss. Get hopping a deal before you miss the savings. Visit today, and you'll be like thousands of happy customers saying it's all about the DEEL. 3601 Bird Road, right near the U. Carfax vehicle history reports are based only on information supplied to Carfax. Carfax does not have the complete history of every vehicle. It's fairly hysterical to see many online outlets offering their projections for all seven rounds of the upcoming NFL draft. If the draft is indeed a crapshoot for the many teams and executives involved in making these selections, it's even more impossible for any analyst to come close to predicting the first round with any measure of success, much less be anywhere close on attempting to peg the whole enchilada. The problem is it usually doesn't take long into the first round before some team selects a shocker and throws everyone's mock draft into the shredder while tossing their own fans into a wild frenzy of psychotic disbelief this year's session is no exception it's more than fair to assume we have the first pick correct if trevor lawrence the clemson quarterback is not on his way to jacksonville to play for urban meyer the north florida city may have to bring in the national guard just to quiet the angry mob of jaguar fans who likely would never recover from what would amount to the greatest draft stunner of all time the jets select second and just dealt their previous franchise saving quarterback for a couple of draft picks so their reported enamoration with zach wilson is likely accurate enough to believe we have the second pick nailed down as well san francisco made a deal with the fins for their third pick giving away a couple of future firsts in addition to their 12th pick this year a hefty price to pay unless you have your eye on a quarterback which one may be slightly speculative but ohio state's justin fields is among a few who could land there nobody of the remaining highly regarded quarterback prospects would be an overwhelming shocker. Atlanta could do one of many things, but is unlikely to tip the apple cart at four. And the Bungles need to protect and serve Joe Burrow, either with Pinay Sewell, a tackle, or a receiver, of which there are three standouts, along with Florida to tight end, Pal Pitts. That leaves the Dolphins on the board, a team that has a shaky history in these spots. But the city stunned when they selected Ted Ginn Jr. over Brady Quinn, and made a franchise-changing blunder by taking Ronnie Brown, when Aaron Rodgers was the logical choice. They buried us with guys like Kumara, Bosa, Sammy Smith, Jackie Shipp and others, but it seems like they can't go wrong here in addressing one of their major areas of need. Let's hope the stutter comes sometime after that, maybe Detroit at 7, certainly Dallas at 10, because the draft really doesn't begin until someone makes a major blunder and it goes helter-skelter. Just don't let it be the fins that trigger the chaos this year. Jeff DeForest for the DeForest Files. Here we are. Nine seconds left. Gators first down. 37-yard line left hash. Snap to Franks. Franks dropping back. Matt, the the There's, There's a guy open. Mick. There's a guy open. Mick. It's our guy! Oh, my God! Oh, my God! Oh, my God! Oh, my God!
1: Oh, my God! Oh, my God! He did it! He did it! He did it! What? What? Oh, my God! It's a miracle! Oh, my God! modern-day odd couple, Defoe and Louie, are on now. It is, of course, The Defoe Show.
0: The screaming color analyst annihilating an otherwise brilliant call.
1: (laughs) I I didn't realize we literally covered the entire call. All you do is hear the end of the call.
0: That call's up there. That Nick Hubert call, that touchdown pass against Tennessee, is up there with any game, uh, you know, climactic play that you'll ever hear. Just Because uh, I mean, well, it a described the play perfectly.
1: Like, usually a lot of those calls, yeah. same thing with the the uh, uh, Iron Eagle, Kyler Murray. Like, you can listen to the call and envision A lot of the time, there's a lot of screaming. There's, like, empty spaces. There's quietness in, in one of those calls. But his call was perfect. It described the play to perfection, and then we just totally ruined it.
0: Paped it right under. <laughs> <laughs> Which uh, you know, I mean, uh, it's an unfortunate trend, uh, you know, where you start screaming right away, even if nothing big really is happening. All right, uh, we're coming back with more of the ALT Depot Show, brought to you by Altitude International. We will uh, feature Tony Segreto. We'll go all school with Tony Segreto in the eight o'clock hour of the program. That's brought to you by Texas Roadhouse and Catholic Health Services. The lovely Jessica Blaylock of now Bally's Sports Florida and Bally's Sports Sun. It's just Bally Bally's Sports Florida. the Bally, and yeah, that's Sports why I Sun. never
1: posted because I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if it's Bally's or Bally's.
0: I think of it as Bally's, right? I mean, it's the same organization, yes. right? Uh, when did they drop the apostrophe S? Yes. Come on Let's put it in there, huh? Is it Eda Joe's or just Eda Joe? <laughs> Jessica Blaylock, nonetheless, a very delightful young lady. She's been a pleasure every time she's been on a show. does great work there with the uh, television networks, and uh, we'll have her in the 9 o'clock hour for you. And also Dean Norris, actor Dean Norris. Breaking Bad. A lot of people love that show. I'm not that familiar with Breaking great Bad. show. I don't know if I've ever watched it, Libby.
1: I'm telling you. It, says it's, it's fantastic. I watched it after it was already done, but it is a top three show ever. That show is amazing. It starts super slow for like half a season, but is amazing.
0: Yes, uh, big, uh, fans. Uh, many, uh, big fans. Many big fans in my circle of friends and acquaintances here, but uh, I don't I don't believe I've ever seen it. But Dean Norris, a very familiar face, a great actor, and a big Notre Dame fan. Huge Notre Dame fan. Do we throw Jerry Faust's name out there somehow in the conversation? (laughs) And the guy just hangs up on us. All right, back with more in a moment. He was running up the score. Jimmy was, man. He was loving every second of that, right? All of those, uh, you know, big uh, porkers that... Came to Notre Dame from Cincinnati Muller. He was sick of seeing that trend and uh, just decided to rub uh, old Jerry Faust's nose in it that day to the tune of, like, 55-3. to 3. All right, uh, back with more throwing bombs in the fourth quarter, Luby. It was a thing of beauty at the Orange Bowl. The uh, air was just littered with bombs. <laughs> and uh, landing into the hands of wide-open receivers against a team that was absolutely out of gas in the Fighting Irish of Notre Dame. Eric Parsegian was not fond of that whole procedure as he was screaming in the booth the Brent Musburger, who obviously had the over in the game, and the only way he was going to get it was if Miami continued to score. All right, back with more in a moment. Now that. <laughs> is there a degenerate threat there to everything that we do? Yeah. Grant Long said, I mean, now uh, their first thing is not to uh, tell you what the coaching matchup is like. It's uh, just, uh, did you see this proposition last night where uh, you had uh, Steph Curry and uh, he was in a game against uh, Bradley Beal and the Wizards? Yes. And uh, you were getting plus 13 in the head-to-head matchup, Bradley Beal versus Steph Curry, who I believe finally had an off night, and Beal was awesome. Amazing, yep. Is that the way that went? And you're getting 13 points. Can you imagine what the uh, money line was like on that? All right, back with more in a moment. Now that. The time. Not that we would be inclined to uh, observe these things. It's 7.52. Sharing blue bell ice cream as the evening sun goes down. The good old days are being made right now.
2: The good old days are being made right
0: now. Let's go to Mark. For more Mark. information about contests on this station, go to 940wins.com
1: slash rules. 940 wins. Driven by offleasonly.com. The nation's used car destination. Play by play 940 wins.
0: Miami Sports. Let's go to Margie. Margie, you're on 940 wins.
1: What is your name? Because I keep forgetting.
0: My name is Jeff. Jeff? Yes.
1: Start your day with a cup of defo. It's now time for The Defo Show.
0: Marlins run for 71. Speaking of deal Volkswagen, uh, we get another one. We notch another one on the belt there as the Marlins beat the Orioles yesterday. Three to nothing in an afternoon game. Then they flew to San Francisco. They'll be on the wharf there taking on not only the Giants, but probably down on a couple of those crab sandwiches. How good were those on the wharf, Mike Luby-Lubitz? That crab sandwich there? Sourdough bread? amazing. That was, man, you slobbered that thing down like uh, you were going to the chair. It was unbelievable. All right, uh, back with more in a moment. Old school Tony Segreto going to join us here in the next hour of the program. Later on, Jessica Blaylock of Valley Sports Florida and Valley Sports Sun. Dean Norris, actor Breaking Bad with us as well. Back in a moment. Now that. The time. That's a lot of stuff, Defoe. It's 7.59.